okay when you meditate maybe you are meditating at home you meditate at the blue lotus temple maybe you can meditate somewhere else when you meditate in the beginning of your meditation what will happen how do you feel in the beginning of meditation now think about you are practicing meditation or after meditation how you feel how do you feel now relax very good you feel relax so then after you having this experience now you go home maybe rest of your night you know the evening very peaceful and wonderful enjoying how wonderful great evening then tomorrow you go to work now you tomorrow you are in your daily life activities how do you feel then stress. stress so that means whatever you are doing here doesn't work sorry <laughs> right whatever you are doing at the temple doesn't work so when you come to the temple or when you are meditating at home you feel good you feel so relaxed then you go to the world live your life you are the same person it makes sense now you are the same person there is no connection between your meditation and your life today um i was doing my exercise um in the morning uh, i was thinking about it i was thinking about where is the connection between my meditation and my life which is very important so what people are doing including myself most of the time you and me we all are having little fun little excitement little uh, joy that joy that experience is not the wisdom that experience is not taking you to the deeper level of realization about your life i know some people are doing meditation so long i know some people are doing you know the meditation so long many many years but when i'm looking at them their life their behaviors their experiences about life what they are talking about like the same like a 10 years ago some people talk to me and they are meditation practitioners they are claiming themselves but when they are talking to me after 10 years later still they are the same so then i am questioning myself do i do a right job here or do we teach right things to people maybe sometime not we all are having little fun <laughs> so i want to stop that this is not another place for you to come and have some little fun little joy so this place or whatever meditation you do in your life i want to see you are going beyond that joy so you know i'm always using this word don't enjoy the dharma candy every day dharma candy candy is sweet we love to eat candy when we come to the you know the you know the social hall then they have what is called bikini those sweet things 
Yeah. Yeah, mints. People love to eat them. And this is fun, refreshing, and feel good. But that feeling is not permanent. If you go beyond that point, there is a word I am using. Person who practice meditation or whatever, the word analyzing. When you use this English word analyzing, how do you feel? Because I want to know how how people feel about the word analyzing here in English cultures. Neutral. Neutral. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Lots of lots of thinking, right? Lots of thinking. I love what Bikuni said. La, you know, the, our analyzing, we are thinking lot. Anyway, we are thinking. So when we are analyzing, how we are thinking, way we are thinking is very important. That's how we analyze. Always we are thinking. The day we were born into this world, we start to think. So our thinking is going right. We have to be better. I think the way we are thinking is not right. <laughs> That's why we are, you know, the, we, we feel sad, we feel upset, we feel mad, we feel angry. Why? The way we are thinking is not right. So when we are analyzing, we are thinking lot. That thinking, adding something else to that thinking, what is that word? Mindful thinking. You are thinking mindfully. You are seeing mindfully. You are listening mindfully. Whatever senses you are using to communicate with outer world, you are analyzing those things with mindfulness practice, with awareness. So now think about day we were born into this world. Now we are growing. Still we are growing. The growing means we are going towards the death. Right? We all are going towards the death. How many times we have seen dead bodies in your life? How many funerals you have been participated? How do you feel when you go to a funeral? When you see somebody dying, somebody is sick. Hmm? Okay. Okay. Anything? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So when you experience that with the world, those things, what is happening in life? I think what I realize, I have to experience myself. Now think about when I see somebody is dying, what I have to experience. No need to feel sorry for that person. Of course, that's a part of life. So then I have to feel yes, whatever I see now, this is part of me. Okay, this is part of me. Like two days ago, my sister called. Uh, my dad is really sick. Um, now he's doing okay, and then she said, you know, she's taking him to the hospital, and you know, then we talk about all those things. 
So that moment, and then I was thinking, maybe I have to go back to Sri Lanka. If I had to go, I had to go. Then I started to keep thinking. Now he is 77. So now that's his life. Being emotional towards him about his being, he's getting old and getting close to the death. I'm worrying about it, doesn't make any sense, doesn't make any help for me or him. So I have to do whatever I can help him or make him comfortable. So what else I can do? Nothing much. So when I think about his being old, you know, he's being old and he's getting sick, I was thinking myself, even today when I'm doing exercise, that's me too. Does it make sense? That my dad being sick and dying and getting old, that means I'm part of it. We all are line up. So my point for you today, when you meditate, what we have to do? We have to understand with our practice, not just sitting on the cushion, what exactly happening in our life then you understand everything is subject to change. Everything is impermanence. So when you hear the word impermanence, maybe some people feel so negative. It is not. So after you understand the nature of impermanence, then you become so energetic. Then real fun will happen. If you don't understand, you are depressed. Every time when I hit something deep about life, I feel, yay, that's great. That's the fun part. Otherwise, what we are doing every single day, now think about being a monk almost 40 years. I don't know how many talks in English and my language and I gave to so many people. Now I am going back, you know, the inward, you know, introspective. I am questioning myself, where is my practice, which is very important to me. I can come here to the temple. I can say, oh, you know, close your eyes, relax your body and mind, and practice loving kindness, or focus on the breath. So fun, so joyful. But after you've done this, same person, same difficulties, same challenges, of course, they are same. But if you get into the deeper wisdom, deeper realization about your practice, then you are content. Then you are happy. Then you are enjoying your work. Then you are enjoying your family. Then you have less fear less worries. Otherwise, if you are practicing meditation, doing this kind of meditation another hundred years, we are the same people. Same people. What I am asking, go to the depth. Don't enjoy the Dharma candy every single day. Does this make sense? 
So now after this meditation you go home. While you are sitting on the cushion, you never get any realization. Guarantee. <laughs> you never get any wisdom or any realization. Maybe very little. But if you are taking this light into your life, daily activities, daily observation, daily mindfulness practice, then you will see. Now think about when you are having a, you know, the morning, you know, the having a train ride to Chicago, for example. You know, when you are getting the train, you can see there's an angry woman or angry man. So, then there's a good opportunity for you to realize something beautiful about you. If you see something difficult or annoying situation or person, there's an opportunity for you to learn as a meditation practitioner. If you have very annoying family members, husband or wife or child or the sister or brother, there's a great opportunity for you to learn something where you are how you feel, what is my emotion, because you are not responsible for other people's emotions, because you cannot maintain them. But you can see inside you what is really happening in me. So, uh, today I um, observe something <clears throat> when I'm working with somebody. We have lots of uh, traumas. Of course, it's a big word here in this country. We have lots of traumas. There's a word in Pali language we call anusaya. The English translation I can see, latent. Things we, we have deep inside. When we are practicing meditation, those things maybe come to the surface. Many people, they don't know how to deal with them. Why? Many years, what we did, we repress those things. Repress, 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 repress. Because when you are repressing, controlling for a while, you feel good. Oh, I don't see it anymore. But that's, the, that's not the way to meditate. There's no repressing. We are let them to come. So I can see when I'm working with some people, like one-on-one, -on -one, some people having those uh, repressed emotional traumas, they are coming to the surface, then they are crying and sad, which is wonderful exercise. Then I keep telling them, let them to come out. Look at them differently. I asked somebody um, this evening, I can see lots of latent sorrows, worries, and uh, depressed things deep inside you. Let them, to, let them to come out. And looking at them mindfully, lovingly, compassionately, then let them to go. Otherwise, we are just sitting here, <laughs> focus on breath. Nothing happened. Does this make sense? So, again, what is the message today? Just sitting on the cushion and practicing breathing or loving kindness doesn't make any sense. If you are taking this message to your life tomorrow morning, when you go to work or when you go to the office, and in life, 
when you are playing around those things, if you realize something beautiful, that is the true meditation practice. This, what you did today at the temple, this is not the true meditation practice. This is, I call, warm-up exercise. You warm up yourself. You relax yourself to see something beautiful. So, it means warm-up exercise is very important. Today, this morning, I went to the gym. <laughs> so, I really don't want to go, being honest. I don't want to go. I was thinking, okay, I will go 10 o'clock, maybe 10.15, maybe 10.30. Finally, finally, I did it. So, then I'm walking, you know, the treadmill. Then, I, you know, I thought, no, I'm just walking 15 minutes. Then, however, I did the 15 minutes. Then I said, no, maybe I had to try another 15 minutes. Then I had to try, however, I did 45 minutes. I pushed myself so hard. So I warm up. So every time <laughs> when I do that, then what will happen in my body? My serotonin level <laughs> may be increased. When it increases, I can see things clearly. You know, I'm always into the exercise and, you know, the doing things like that. So when I'm at the gym, always, end of the exercise, I learn something beautiful about my life. I'm so grateful for the gym. Right? So always I learn something beautiful about myself, what I see in the gym or something beautiful why I'm so focused about that practice. So that warm-up exercise is very important. So what we are doing sitting on the cushion and what we are doing, we are doing our warm-up exercise. Then you go to the world and experience life, observing yourself. If you don't do that, this meditation is useless. Sorry to say that. Any questions? Any questions? Or disagreement? It doesn't matter. <laughs> yes? I, I believe the practice of the meditation and learning to focus is actually preparing the garment. Mm-hmm. So that we can get to a calmer state. Yes. Exactly. You can get into the calmer state of mind. But my point is, if you are not really clear and aware about what exactly happening, that state of mind is temporary. You lose it. So, after you get into the calm state of mind, what you have to do, you have to understand more about life What is happening? Emotional problem, emotional traumas, whatever happening in your mind, you have to realize. After you get warm up your body, then you can do more exercise. Same thing. After you doing those, you know, the exercises, you can understand more. That's what I am suggesting. This is my own experience. So my experience I am talking to you. Otherwise I can read a book and just like a parrot I can repeat it. It doesn't make any sense. This is my own life experience. So anything else? Yes? Years ago, when I'm talking back in the 70s, I was with the spiritual group and we used to meditate three times a day. I started noticing things. I thought I started noticing people more. Uh, 
secret things in people that you normally wouldn't see. Mm -hmm. You know, you could see if somebody was sad or if they were happy or if they were frightened just by looking in their eyes. And I think that's part of what meditation brings you to. Mm -hmm. Let you be aware of, of the, the people that you're in contact with. And a lot of times when I was when I would uh, confront people to talk with them, I could feel a calmness coming uh, through them from me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think I, that's what I'm trying to get back to. Okay. And I think that's what meditation does. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah, that's beautiful. Anything else? Yeah. I think along his train of thought is actually meditation will help develop the sixth sense, which which is intuition. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's where that's where you're be, you're able to see someone or feel their vibration or energy and, mm -hmm. and react to that. Right, so, yeah, which is very good practice. Yeah, which is very good practice, but don't take the ownership of their, you know, their emotional problem, whatever you experience, good or bad, don't take into your life, right? You, you can see it, if you see something good, you can appreciate it, if you see something negative, still you can keep it away, but it's not yours. So that's my, you know, that, that's my other experience, because I'm talking to many people always, some people are very happy. So it's great. I'm, I'm telling them I'm so happy for you. Sometimes people are so emotional. Then I'm still happy because that's not my problem, but I'm trying to help them, but I don't want to take that problem as my problem. But when you become sensitive, you know, other good thing, when you meditate, you become so sensitive to good and bad both. Be careful with that. That, that sensitivity is very important. Right, exactly. I'm totally with you. Totally agree. It is not the theories. Now I can see the modern day, even the Buddhism, you know, we have theories. Theories are wonderful, but we have to experience those theories. So then it becomes your own realization, then you call yourself Buddha. You, I realize myself. I have a question. Okay. Uh, something I thought about a couple weeks ago, you mentioned intuition and you mentioned clarity. Mm -hmm. You know, that, that means negative way or? Because, you know, that's how I said in the beginning, I, 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 I sense, I feel, you know, the whatever good and bad in people. And in the beginning, it was, you know, in the beginning of the Blue Lotus here, it was so challenging for me. Uh, because my new, new experience, new people, new world, and, you know, so I'm always kind of, end of the day, I feel like a drain. Not anymore. That's why I keep going now. People keep asking, how you are doing it every day? You know, yesterday, um, Tyler came to me and said, Bhante, you know, I was working whole day, you know, the, you know, the, uh, Saturday with group of people. You know, they, they did the retreat. End of the day, I was drained. I don't want to go anywhere. So then he asked me last night, and how are you doing this every single day? Then I, you know, the, my answer for that, because now I know how to keep myself separate from other people, emotional dramas, happiness, happiness or unhappiness, it doesn't matter for me. I always, if I see something happy, it is the realization of the 
dharma it's a realization of the life it's a life experience it is the practice you know because psychic power i believe in that but i don't want to bring that psychic powers to this practice because it's a totally different uh, the directions we are going so when we are in this field then you know what exactly happening with in you and out of you you know out of me so like a doctor doctor doesn't have a doctor has a psychic power i don't think so because what doctors are you know usually how the, you know their education of course whatever they learn and more than what they learn they use what experiences talking to the you know the patients dealing with the patients you know the symptoms the same thing i am doing dealing with the people looking at the symptoms and looking at my own problem and my own symptoms and that's how we learn when i go to the doctor you know she's so interested about me <laughs> and so we, then she's always telling me you know she always taking so much time to not check on me you know check my body just talking to me right then you know i i said you know like two weeks ago i said to her it's so annoying so many people are waiting we are just sitting here and you know the chatting then she said no every time when i come when you come to the office and i always learning something from you now then she is taking out from the room and talking to all the people look this buddhist monk and so i'm learning from him more than i'm treating him <laughs> and it's very interesting you know we you know then i'm always telling her i'm talking to you and listening to you i'm learning too you are you are helping me and also maybe i'm helping you that's how we have to live our life with our practice okay so i don't have that all those you know powers or anything no i even i have it i don't if i have it i never use it for this practice i will do for something else <laughs> okay so that's good right yeah Actually um, I agree with you and same time I don't agree <laughs> and so no, you know the people can if you are weak person with your mind so then easily weak things come to your body you know your mind so when you have a strong personality or a strong uh, practice your energy never drain i think when people say drain way i understand physically they drain physical body get drain but when you have a really good practice the practice never get tired it is a pure and luminous experience so if people say drain that means there is no is not nothing bad with that but there's still there's a disconnection so we have to understand that so how i feel my own experience 
when i you know some days i come with uh, being physically tired to a workshop you know like you know right after i i returned to sri lanka you know the united states 16 you know so then 17 i had the workshop here there were 65 people were here for that workshop in that evening i can see because of my jet lag i am physically i am exhausted i you know, i really experienced that but however i did my class i i worked with all the 65 people but end of the class i felt i'm like energized make sense now i'm like and then i talked to a couple of people now i'm not tired at all i feel like i'm energized so that mind power you know the handling all those physical challenges around that because we all were focused those 65 people in this place including myself we all focus on one thing to understand our, about ourselves it's perfectly work for my body too yeah i hope this evening you all learned something beautiful and so i'm asking you again take this relaxed mind to your you know everyday life learn something beautiful tomorrow about your life and bring that experience to me and discuss with me and teach me something beautiful too okay what you experience about life okay thank you so much thank you